You're listening to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute, a podcast where we discuss both the hobby and business sides of collecting. I'm your host, Mike Summer, and I want to help you buy, sell, and trade your way into a collection you'll love. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute. Well, several episodes ago, I kicked off a whole process of taking a look at some of the Donruss cards from the 80s, and not the flagship ones, but some of the oddball or supplemental sets that they released as standalone products. And I kicked that off and did an episode on the Donruss Action All-Stars. Well, over the course of the next month or so, I was really digging into some of the other products too, and there's three other releases that I did blog posts on at waxpackhero.com, and I had so much fun taking a look at those and pulling some of those out and putting them into binders in my own personal collection that I thought maybe I would just turn that into a, a recap for the podcast as well and cover those other three products so that all the podcast listeners would have a chance to think back, reminisce, and celebrate those sets from the 80s. And if it's something new to you that you had never heard of, maybe this will cause you to dig in and take a look on eBay and Sportlots and ComC and maybe track some of them down for yourself and just have some fun with some of these inexpensive but entertaining sets from the 80s. So that is what we're going to talk about today, some oddball Donruss sets from the 80s. Hi, this is Scott Spezio, and you're listening to the Wax Packs Hero Sports Card Minute. First up is the 1983 Donruss Hall of Fame Heroes set. And this is the one, if you remember back with the Mike Moynihan interview a couple weeks ago, that he ended up picking up and getting many of them autographed, of, of whoever could be autographed. So this is one of his favorites as well. But by 1983, Donruss had two years of baseball card production under their belts, and they were really looking to expand their product line. And so in addition to the Jumbo Action All-Stars that I covered before, they produced this other product, which as the name suggests, focused on some of the legends of baseball's past. Now Dick Perez created the artwork for Diamond Kings, as we know. Well, his handiwork was also used for this set in 83. In fact, 43 of the 44 cards on the checklist feature his paintings. Um, The one that doesn't is uh, actually just the checklist. And so Mantle, Cy Young, Dizzy Dean, Ted Williams, Hank Aaron, Jackie Robinson, Al Kaline are just a few of the names here in this set that you can track down. The set came in 38 pack boxes with eight cards, one of the three puzzle piece cards in each pack. And that, that seems kind of interesting to me. You know, the Action All-Star set had a 60-card checklist, and there were only six cards in each pack of those. This Hall of Fame Hero set only has 44 cards on the checklist, but each pack had eight cards. If you bought a single box back then, or even a single box today, you should be able to put together several complete sets with just a single box. Now, like the Action All-Star set, Donruss used the Mantle puzzle in this product instead of the Ty Cobb puzzle that was used in the flagship release. I was out checking on eBay, and sealed boxes and packs aren't quite as plentiful for this set as they were for the Action All-Stars packs. If you find them, they're going to run you a couple bucks a pack, and boxes can still be picked up for about 25 bucks plus shipping. And complete sets you can find for about $10 delivered if you just wanted to knock it all out in once. 
they're not quite as plentiful, but they're still not so rare that they are expensive. They're, they're still an inexpensive, fun set to put together. And if you like art style cards or if you're a fan of Dick Prez, then this is probably going to be a set that you want to check out. It's not my favorite of some of these early Donruss releases, but again, if you like oddball cards that are a bit outside the mainstream, this is one that you might want to consider. All right, now we can jump ahead a season to the 1984 Donruss Champion set. Again, they, Donruss began expanding the product line in 83 with Hall of Fame Heroes and Action All-Stars, and they wanted to continue to push that oversized card market in 84 with the release of Donruss Champions. Both active and retired Hall of Fame members are in this set, and it's kind of a mashup of the Action All-Stars line and last year's or the, the prior year's Hall of Fame Heroes product that we just talked about. These cards of some of the Hall of Fame members utilize the artwork of Dick Prez, while the cards of the active players use traditional photographs. The checklist of this set contained 60 cards, and the backs of the checklist card detailed the logic of that mix of current and retired players. The 10 legends that are captured with the Prez artwork are considered grand champions and they were deemed to have set the hallmarks of excellence in 10 aspects of the game. That's why there's 10 cards. The remaining players are all current players who had achievements over the course of the last few years, which may have them on the road to Cooperstown. They put may in quotes. They weren't pro, uh, prognosticating or, or saying that all of these current players were going to make the hall, but they were saying they have done things which might have them on the road to Cooperstown. It seems they are right on several of them because about 60% of the 60-card set ended up in the Hall of Fame. These cards came in five-card packs, and they were issued, again, with three pieces of a puzzle, and this year it was a Duke Snyder puzzle, and the packs retailed for $0.35, and on eBay, again, you can find these if you want to pick them up and relive those those past moments. Wax boxes can be found for about twenty to thirty dollars and again complete sets for somewhere in that neighborhood of ten to fifteen dollars. It doesn't seem that this product went over too well and kind of like last year's Hall of Fame Heroes set, this was the only one and only year for the champion set. So the hero set only had one year in eighty three. This champions hybrid set only had one year in eighty four. But again, if you like oddballs, it's another fun product from the 80s. I personally, again, prefer the continuity of the five-year run that the Action All-Stars set had, but I'm glad that I have a copy of this set that came in a, a recent collection that I purchased. Other than that, I don't know if I'd actively be pursuing it, but I'm glad that I've got it. All right, the last product that I want to talk about today is the Donruss Highlights sets. Now, unlike the products that we just got done talking about, the Donruss Highlight sets came as a box set. They were not pack issued. They only came in special boxes, and they ran from 1985 to 1987. And it served as a celebration of a variety of accomplishments over the course of the season, which had just concluded. So Donruss didn't have an update or a traded set like Fleer and Tops had. They put out this highlight set as kind of their answer to that end-of-season celebration or the end-of-season update. It started in 1985, 
and it was released in November, and it was very popular. In fact, the product actually sold out before all the orders could even be fulfilled. The 56-card set contained players who won a variety of awards during the season. The, the most frequent winners were like the NL and AL Player of the Month. Other cards highlighted some career achievements that had happened, and the final two cards showed Donruss's predictions for the Rookie of the Year in both leagues. In addition to the cards, the set also included a Lou Gehrig mini puzzle. It was like the entire puzzle on one standard card size uh, cutout. So those pieces were really small, but it's kind of a, a cool little insert to the set. The design mirrored the flagship set, except that the border stripes were yellowish gold instead of red, and the player team logo was replaced by a highlights logo in the bottom right side of the card. You can pick up singles and complete sets on eBay and ComC and Sportlots if you would like. They're, they're fairly affordable. In 1986, they brought the set back, and again, it contained 56 cards and had a design which was similar to the flagship release. Except, again, there was a difference. The, the highlights of the highlight set, the, bo- the, the border or the, the stripes in the card were, again, yellow and gold instead of blue like on the flagship. And they once again replaced the team logo with the highlights logo. There was a variation this year, which seems to be pretty rare, but you can find examples out there in the wild that the highlights logo ended up with white letters instead of gold letters. I'm not really sure why. I couldn't find a a reason uh, why that happened for some of the cards, but again, that variation is out there for some cards. Donruss also included a mini puzzle with the 1986 set, and this time it was of Hank Aaron. The 86 set contains quite a few young stars of the day, and it's it's one of my favorites of the three-year run. It has Will Clark, it has Wally Joyner, Bo Jackson, Jose Canseco. They all have cards in this set, which was pretty cool because, you know, Canseco had his rated rookie in the 86 set, but these were some of the first cards out there on the market for some of these other young stars before they found their way into all of the sets of the 1987 releases. 1987 was the last year that Donruss released this set as a standalone box set. They had a formula which they stuck to with these sets, and they continued with that again in 87. Like the first two years, it contained 56 cards and a mini puzzle. And also like the first two years, they used the basic flagship design and used a color change on the border as well as a glossy finish to set it apart. For this set, they used a light blue border instead of the black border of the flagship release. And also, the team logo was replaced by the highlights logo once again, like they did with the first two editions of the set. This checklist was a mix of veteran and some of the younger stars in the league, and it it just doesn't quite match the star power of the 86 set, in my opinion. The blue glossy finish, the blue border and the glossy finish are kind of neat, but I think overall I prefer the standard 87 design if I was just going to judge. The highlights name and logo would ultimately be used on a variety of other insert and subset cards in the future years, but it wouldn't get standalone box treatment outside of this 1985 to 1987 window. The highlight sets 
competed with update and traded sets from Tops and Fleer. And while it didn't quite have maybe the same specific rookie focus of those Tops and Fleer sets, there were still some young prospects included in this. All three of these sets are pretty affordable on eBay, and the singles are definitely affordable if you want to pick them up on Comp C or Sport Lots or anything like that. I, I really like these sets as well. Of the ones that I've covered of these Donruss oddball issues, the Action All-Stars are my favorite of the jumbo size cards that they put out, and these highlight sets are probably my favorite of the standard oddball sets that Donruss released. They're a lot of fun to track down. I, I really enjoy it. You can find the full write-ups that I did along with pictures and the checklists of all of these sets on waxpackhero.com. And I will put links to all of those individual articles in the show notes. So if you want to dig in a little bit deeper and see some pictures, you can follow those links in the show notes to take you to the articles that I did. Now I want to hear from you. What are some other oddball sets from the 70s, 80s, 90s that you would like me to do an episode on? You know, I'd love to cover some of these things and celebrate some of your favorites with you as well as expose other listeners to some sets and products that they may not have known about. So reach out to me. Send me an email at waxpackhero at gmail.com. Reach out to me on Twitter at themikesummer. Leave a, a comment on this blog post or the this podcast episode uh, post that I've got. I would love to hear from you and get some ideas from you. You can also leave a rating review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. It's another way for me to hear what you like and don't like about the show. And those ratings and reviews also help other people discover the show, which I really appreciate as well. Spreading the word is something that I'm still trying to do, and I appreciate any help that you can give me to make that happen. That's all I've got for you today, so I'll catch you next time.